Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. Although I knew my story for today well in advance, I want to wait until the Madness from the Other Side sale actually kicked off so that I could cover this. Normally, I would postpone something like this for another day. However, tomorrow is a big day. It is a Sunday special. I have my first interview that I'm doing on the show. So I didn't really want to bump this back two days, but also speaking about this first actually does set up that interview pretty well. So I really wanted to get it done today. And at the time of recording this, this is later in the evening. However, I really want to cover all the Madness that's going on today with Basie, Board Apes Yacht Club. Before we get started, I want to give a public service announcement that this episode is a little bit overkill if this is your first time listening to anything about NFTs. If you're brand new to the space, I would highly recommend that you look in the show notes and look at some of those episodes where I have links really explaining the space, defining some of the words and the verbiage. Normally, I keep things very conversational, not very technical. However, this is sort of more of an advanced episode where I speak about a lot of things. I'm doing a lot of jumping around and I'm speaking about things and not breaking it down as much as I normally would. So just a fair warning. Anyone can still listen to this. It's not like I'm going into all of these engineering language or anything of that nature. It's just that I do use some terms that you might not be familiar with if this is your first contact point. First of all, have you ever noticed that Basie builds in complete secrecy? It's like they do all of these master plans. They roll out all this stuff. I don't know who they're working with. It must be some sort of top secret NSA agency or something because very little actually leaks from their team. And in order to do the things that they're doing, they're working with a lot of people, whether it be contractors or people that are brought in or hired onto the team or whatever it might be. This is not something that is a small operation, the things that they're doing. So it always surprises me that not that many leaks really come out. And when they do come out, it is very close or it seems to be very strategic in the way that the leaks do come out. And I mean, at this point, they really need no introduction. They came out last year. They're the first ones to really blow up and go to the moon. The PFP projects, the 10K. Of course, the punks preceded them by a couple years. However, they just rocket ship to the moon. It wasn't the slow growth over a couple years that we saw with the crypto punks. And then that pump, as soon as the NFT space really took off because of their prominence and they were there for an extended period of time. Basie really just took off. And after it minting out the value of it, the community started start to grow the notoriety of the nft space and this community in particular then they went to do the mutants they did the kennel clubs ape coin ended up buying crypto punks and me bits from larva labs and then now they do this whole land sale the other side which absolutely turned this whole nft world and everything upside down really anything that they announce does have that effect but this is like nothing i've ever seen between the time of the ape coin because a lot of people were speaking about this ape coin that are normally in the crypto side of things. Even the guy that got me into all of this stuff as far as crypto years ago, and I just didn't really see the value of it until being introduced to smart contracts, but he's still in the coin side and he was trading ape and doing all sorts of things. And he doesn't even own any apes or any Ethereum based NFTs for that matter, but he definitely made off of the coin. But After that was released to the holders of the particular NFTs that I mentioned earlier, the mutants, the kennels, the board apes, of course, they were actually available on the public market for sale. They were traded on exchanges and 
after that initial period, there was a huge sell-off when they first were opened up on the market. And of course, the price ends up crashing, which is uh, what my friend knew because he follows tokenomics. He is not really into NFTs as much. However, he knows tokenomics. So what he did is he actually pretty much bought at the bottom of that dip. And then he wrote it back up and sold off to when he covered his cost. So he rode the rest of the coins that he had in his hand until selling off at what he thought was a reasonable amount. But as I said, not really into the whole NFT thing, following that the lands and all this stuff was still coming. So he missed the ladder pump, but either way, he still made a profit off of it. And at the point of his selling, that was all his profits that he was working with. He already pulled out his initial investment. So that worked out for him. But what I really want to talk about is how this whole land sale really turned things upside down. There were so many drops and events that were supposed to take place this weekend. And then a lot of people ended up postponing it, knowing that, okay, this whole thing with Basie is coming up, so it is going to dry up a lot of liquidity. A lot of people are going to sell off. As you can see, a lot of the prices are definitely down. Crypto on a hold is down, but definitely as far as the NFTs, particularly on Ethereum side, the prices are way down because everyone wants to get liquid, and a lot of people are trying to get into this. I don't know how many people really are actually, that is the reason why they're trying to get this liquidity, because... Even some of these lower end projects that are selling for a sub 0.1 ETH, even their prices are down. So it's a little strange. I don't think those are the people that are getting into this and buying land, but whatever. We'll get into all of that in a bit. So this land sale officially started an hour and change ago, 9 p.m. Eastern time. So that is New York time. And you could see the blockchain make a huge shift. Gas, which is calculated or which is displayed in Gwei, which is a smaller unit of the Ether token, very small fraction of it. Around midday, it was hovering around 60 Gwei. But then, as we got closer to that 9 p.m. mint, we started to see it creep up to 200 Gwei. Now, these days, that's pretty high. I mean, a couple months ago, that was okay. But really, since the last two months, we haven't seen very many times where it's up in the 200s. But leading up to this event, we definitely start to see the gas spikes. And those of you that might be new coming in for the first time, gas is that transaction fee that you're actually paying to the various miners or validators or people that are helping to run the blockchain to make sure that all these transactions are verified. And that's what keeps this whole system going. So the gas is calculated in Gwei. And the more demand there is, the higher the gas fee is going to be, supply and demand, because there's only a certain amount of transactions that can go through. So basically, the people are bidding to be first in line. And that's why during busy times, you'll see it start to raise. As I said, it went from about 60 to about 200 before, but then within minutes after this mint opened up, it goes to 8,500 Gwei. And that is absolutely mind-blowing to me. And if you're not familiar with all these transaction terms and uh, dollar figures and converting it, that is about 8,000 US dollars just to make that transaction. And at this point, there is definitely a gas war going on, and I haven't seen anything like this myself. So you can see transaction volumes from a particular block that was earlier in the day being up in the 500s, and it goes all the way down to nine transactions in that block. And the block is actually that batch of transactions that these validators and computers are actually verifying and sending off to the blockchain. These transactions are 
in blocks and that's how they're recorded in the ledger or on the blockchain and it went from 500 transactions plus to under 10 which is just mind-blowing to me so at that point really started things start to get really crazy it was too expensive for people to even send basic transactions normally it is very cheap quote-unquote to send from one wallet to another, just sending basic Ether tokens, making payments to each other. Or if you're transacting from an exchange such as Coinbase, Binance, or wherever to get into a MetaMask or Rainbow Wallet or any of the other wallets, normally that is pretty cheap. But it was so busy and so ridiculous that nothing was going through. People were actually trying to go on OpenSea, and it seemed like the whole blockchain had a giant roadblock, like nothing was going through, and it was absolute madness. People were in spaces that were trying to promote their art drops, one-of-one pieces, musicians, but unfortunately, they just timed it so wrong that they did it with this whole thing, and nothing could go through. So here we are. We have people in spaces that are promoting their .0 whatever ETH. NFTs, you know, that would normally be $100 or so, but then gas fees transactions are up over $8,000, which is just mind blowing. So if nothing else is clear about this whole thing is that Basie definitely makes a huge splash. Anything they do just causes a commotion. But also the focus is put on Ethereum in the sense that it cannot handle the type of volume. These are definitely downtimes, as we call it, quote unquote, the NFT winter, a bear market, and uh, things are down, volume, everything is down. Interest, I mean, even Google searches and YouTube searches for NFTs, it's all down right now and it's going to pick up. But this is sort of a scary thing to see that, okay, this drop was so huge that it clogs up everything when interest is down. What if this was during the peak? Just imagine when everything was crazy and going absolutely nuts if this drop happened then. I can't even imagine what this gas fee would have been like. I'm pretty sure it would have been in the 20,000s, 30,000s. It would have been just absolutely outrageous. And to consider that is just the price of transacting. That is not even the land or the deed or the NFT or anything of that nature. That is just the fee, which is wow. But going back to Basie, these apes really have made a huge splash in the world. Culturally, we're talking about celebrities buying these things, and there's a huge network effect. Once the M&Ms and the Jimmy Fallons and the Justin Biebers and Britney Spears and all these people are coming in and buying these bored apes, while other celebrities and athletes and people with money want to get in because it is now a huge who. And even the regular people, quote unquote regular people, that minted these uh, initially for a couple hundred dollars, now they're basically rock stars in this whole NFT space and they have massive Twitter followings and they have their own projects and even restaurants themed after their bored apes. I mean, this is absolutely crazy what has really happened. However, if you really think about it, do you even ever hear about the founders, who they are? It's mind-blowing to think that this massive behemoth of a company, this huge brand is doing all this stuff. And really, it wasn't until recently that their founders were even docs. They were just unknown, just like Satoshi Nakamoto. We don't really know who he is. We have that name and we always speak about them as far as Bitcoin or him as far as Bitcoin, but we don't really know who it is. There's all sorts of theories and conspiracies ranging from a gentleman that passed away all the way up to the NSA. The government itself is, the U.S. government is trying to do all this stuff. So with that said, these people really built this business and this brand to this massive level. And it wasn't until they were outed basically and then they came out and shared their photos and what have you on Twitter. And I'll leave a link to an article all about that. But it's very interesting nonetheless to say. 
But this project is not led by this charismatic set of founders or team like we see with uh, Gary V and V Friends or Tom Bilyeu's uh, Impact Theory or I could just go down even the Moonbirds. Those are led by very charismatic leaders that everyone sort of knows and is uh, interested in following and seeing what they're building and so forth. But this is just an interesting thing. It's like a huge network effect and just the brand in itself. These apes have taken on a life of their own. So I said all that to say this. Every time I think that the market is fatigued of Basie and apes and all of this stuff, then they absolutely prove every, everyone wrong because people such as myself that is not even a holder is here. Uh, we're speaking about it. We're having spaces about completely irrelevant things that have nothing to do with apes and Ethereum and ApeCoin and land, but we bring this up and say, wow, you see what's going on over on Basie? Like Ethereum right now is completely clogged up. It is a road jam over there. It's crazy. So they have really made their way into all sorts of conversations and culture. And I'm actually really excited to see what they're going to do. I know I say that a lot, that my eyes are always on them to really see where they bring this thing because the tide rises all boats or lifts all boats. We all go up when these things happen. So when this project makes a splash. It really brings attention to all of us. That's why I'm excited about it. And I like to cover their things, despite the fact that it seems like they get all the love. Everyone wants to talk about them. And I think really they get what's due to them because they're not talking about building stuff and making promises that are never fulfilled. It's like by the time they mention something, they roll it out. Because think about it. This was really announced on the Super Bowl with uh, that ad they had. And like, look at this, like a couple months later, this whole thing is out. And just think how many contractors, engineers, coders, and everything that I said before had to go into this. So it's like they were really building in secrecy. Yes, you'll hear like little hints of it. Well, you know, they might be working on this, but nothing was ever confirmed or really put out there in concrete. And they just roll it out, and this is what happens. So, very crazy, but people should really pay attention to this, see what they can learn from this. But, of course, not trying to imitate them because they have a very unique set of circumstances. And I think trying to do things exactly as they're doing is just a complete recipe for disaster. However, you can learn from the different things that they are doing. So with that said, I would love to know, did you try to get any transactions off during the midst of all this madness, whether it be a simple transaction trying to get some money off of exchange or sending to exchange or anything? I would just love to know what your experience is, especially if you are someone that was actually in on the mint that you were actually getting this other side. And I would love to hear what your experience is with that. Feel free to reach out to me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. As usual, I want to thank you for listening to this episode, being on this journey with me as we learn and build Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.